Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today we're going to be talking about getting better friendships. If you have found as you have been up leveling and doing awesome things that the crowd's starting to fade away, or perhaps you're not really getting as much fun time with your friends or heck, even your loved ones or family members that you once had. If you are looking to get better friendships, relationships, all that stuff, listen to today's episode because we're going to be talking about how to navigate through this murky time so that you can be able to connect with people who value you and your activities. And you're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm giving you a big old electronic fist bump. Boom. (laughs) Hit that follow or subscribe button so as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening, having a blast, I've got a couple of favors to ask you. First of all, if you have been loving this podcast, please share this podcast with somebody else. Come on. We all love sharing things that we love. So hit that forward button or tell someone else that you know could benefit from this podcast. Be sure to write a review. That alerts me of what you love and what I can give you more of. And lastly, if you'd love to give yourself some free PR, be sure to leave me a voicemail message. Check out the link in the show notes below. There, you will be able to send me a message. Make sure that you include your name and your hometown and what you've been loving from this podcast. And if you want to get in contact with me, awesome. Check out the link in the show notes below. There's info.deniseglee.com slash connect. There you'll be able to listen to other podcast episodes. Check out my website, deniseglee.com. I got some freebies there that you're going to really love. Be able to join my free Marco Polo group energy where I pop in and send some very positive motivational bite-sized tips via video or audio that you can only find in energy because that's the only place that I show up and I show up regularly and what's wonderful about ShareCast is it's not typical like Facebook or Twitter where you have to share your login information or people know that you where you're looking at is completely anonymous and if you only want to message me you have the freedom to only message me. So that's really cool. So check that out. And lastly, my dear, everything that I'm going to be talking about can be formed more in detail in my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I pop into your inbox every day and give you a heartfelt message along with journaling prompts to help you uncover the why behind the what that's going on so often in life I've met so many people who say I don't know why I get into these habits I don't know how I can break out of a funk today we're talking about relationships but whatever you're dealing with in your business or your personal life whatever you got going on amazing attitude can help you think of things from a positive attitude Okay, so if you're interested in that, I'm also going to leave a link in the show notes below. So you got lots of options, my dear. (laughs) So whatever action you do, make sure that you follow through. Okay, so often in life, people get what they want when they actually go and pursue it. So 
go ahead and make that choice, whatever that may be. So let's talk about this idea of loneliness. And it can come in so many different flavors. I was talking with a particular client and she is um, over 45 and she is going through an issue where a lot of her friends that she's had from childhood or high school or had given college are seeming to be fading away. And they say they're busy with their kids or their other commitments. And they just, they just can't devote the time that they once did to hang out or do different things. And I felt the pain in my client's voice as she said that. Because I've been there myself more often times. I've been on both sides of the equation. I was on the equation where I felt the distancing. And I've been on the other side where... I wanted to distance. So let me talk to you about that other side of wanting to pull apart and wanting to be distant to certain people. And when I think about it, I think one of the moments that happened to me the most was that moment where some of my friends were getting engaged and getting married. And I remember just feeling a combination of envy. I wanted what they had, bitterness, meaning that I couldn't spend the time that I always had with that person, insecurity, not feeling good enough or worthy enough for for myself to find a man and get married myself. And the resentment just got bigger and bigger. And instead of saying sniffle remorse or trying to address my own insecurities and fears, I just decided that the best thing I could do was just create space and distance. I kept canceling. I kept rescheduling to the point where they lost interest in trying to connect with me. And then the relationship kind of fizzled. And that was because I just could not deal with the pain of looking in the mirror and dealing with the junk that I was going through myself. And I've also had experiences too where people were distancing from me when they were achieving goals and their other areas of their life and I was still kind of busy spinning wheels not really making any progress or just doing the same old same old that we once did in the beginning of our relationship but it just didn't really make sense for that other person and they kind of distanced themselves from me because more or less I didn't want to grow up okay so I just wanted to demystify this idea of why does it feel as if people are creating that space? And you may have heard that this it was a book and then it turned into a movie. It's not you, it's me. And the reality, it is a hard reflection to ourselves, our egos. I talk about this in Amazing Attitude about the parent, child, and adult and how we find this intense conflict between one part of our brain that says, let's go and play, and the other part that says, no, do this and do that, and another part of our brain that knows the need to make progress and is looking for the tools and the resources. For example, you are in your adult right now listening to this. You're looking for information. You're seeking guidance. And that is commendable because so many people, they're spinning wheels, repeating the same thing, expecting a different result. That's insanity. But going back to this whole idea of why is it so hard to acknowledge that there's something wrong, either with us in terms of our priorities are shifting or what the things that you once did and you enjoyed, but doesn't make sense anymore. 
and people there's a lot of people myself included in the past just are really poor communicators because they struggle with their own anxiety and their own stress and their own frustration so it's so much easier to say it's your fault right you aren't behaving the way I want in terms of changing at the pace that you're changing or not changing all being the exact same person that you met here's the thing a lot of us we feel uncomfortable if somebody is changing or not changing in the way that pleases us and instead of saying hey bob tim mary whatever I like to talk about this space that's been happening between us. It hasn't been the same for the last couple of months or the couple of years or whatever. What can we do to make it work better? Most people aren't going to do that. So they just let the relationship deteriorate either by time or distance, right? Someone moves away. Hey, that creates the end of a relationship right then and there. You're not lower. You're no longer seeing them at the local pub or wherever or time, meaning that you haven't spoken with them in God knows how many months, right? And you're doing so many things that you don't have any commonalities. But instead of forging through that discomfort, we just let it deteriorate. So what I'm trying to say before we kind of get more and more into the meat of getting better relationships, it requires you to take a hard look of potentially what's happening. Because for a lot of us, we always just think it's there for the end. Perhaps it's something that's happening within us. Perhaps we're wanting more, better, or different than the way we did business, the way we interacted with certain people. I've known so many people who, when they work with me, certain things automatically start shifting. Like I, I don't really know how any way explain it. The way they work shifts. The way they interact with their kids shift. The way they interact with people around them shifts because I'm giving them more tools and more resources to help them communicate their wants in a way that's with love and respect. And as a result, some people may not be able to handle what that is. There's four signs of a poor communicator. They're evasive, meaning that when they're confronted, they run and hide. They're secretive. They don't even know what they're thinking about. And God help them if they even try to explain with them. So you don't even know what they're doing or what they're thinking about. They're condescending, meaning that they make a blanket statement across all people and condemn people to not be able to do right or be right or whatever. And this whole idea of being abrupt where they they instantly close the conversation and they don't even let you get two words in because they're constantly yelling or complaining or they just up and leave. Have you ever met someone that when you're in the middle of an argument with them, they just literally up and leave and they just go to another room and say, don't bother me. That's being abrupt, right? So a lot of people just don't have the tools to communicate better and that's what I'm teaching you and that's what you're learning and what I want you to understand is I want you to have a little grace I want you to have a little sympathy for people who don't have the resources that you have okay because for a lot of us we just didn't know because we got the example from our mom or dad or family and it was not how to communicate it was how to make things worse it was how to make things dramatic and what makes matters worse is some of us have been watching way too much soap operas and drama and tv that is not even based on reality but if we're observing it long enough 
Our subconscious, once it makes it conscious, and so we're repeating all the scandalous stuff that we saw on TV. I'm just going to have full disclosure with you and just really open my heart and and share with you something that I haven't shared in my earlier podcast. And I want to talk about this idea of pornography for women and its romance stories, specifically romance books, okay? We might go on Gossip Girls or God knows whatever TV show and we're watching these stories of unrequited love or these stories of love that's going through so much trials and torment and difficulty or trying to tame the bad boy. And trust me, if you're watching and reading hundreds of hours of this type of stuff, your brain on a subconscious level wants to repeat it. So, one of the keys that you need to know about it, and talk about number one, is having sympathy and understanding the other side and also understanding who you are. But I also want to talk about what are you consuming? What kind of information are you consuming? Because for a lot of us, we are inadvertently playing all sorts of scripts in our minds that make us feel frustrated and confused and bewildered. I tell all of my clients, all my clients, get off of the TV, okay? Get off of the TV because most likely you are watching content or heck, even social media. You are consuming content that feeds you more of what you're thinking of. Negativity, bias, fear, distraction, worry. And in return, you're broadcasting that fear Onto the people that are around you. And some of those people may not want to deal with that. Let's just be a hundred. Or some of them might bring you might into more of the fold of insanity. I'll never forget this. This was about six, seven years ago. I'm sitting in the hairdresser's office, studio, whatever. And she's telling me about this really dramatic scene where she's confronting her husband's lover. Okay, and she gets rounds up some of her girlfriends and she storms to the apartment that her husband has set up for the lover and pulls her out by the hair and and drags her into the streets and beats her. And she said, yeah, one of my friends recorded it all and it's on Facebook Live. And I just thought how horrific that must have been to observe that. But be in that experience. But if you have become so desensitized to drama and conflict, that ain't nothing but a thing. That ain't nothing but a thing. So I'm warning you that if you continue down this path, only expect to be around more unstable and violent people because you are welcoming that by consuming, observing, and participating in that type of situation. It's the same way I warn people about getting involved in certain social media groups. Beware of who you're associating with. Beware of your thoughts, okay? Because they turn into action. Beware of your actions because they turn into your behavior. Beware of your behavior because it turns into your character. Beware of your character because it turns into your destiny. At the doctor's office trying to get healthy, at the grocery stores trying to get food and everywhere you're around, if your thoughts are spiraling around negativity, you're going to attract people who are going to be negative. Okay. Or you're going to be attracting people who are actually going to take you to places that honestly, 
you don't want to go and it might take you years to undo some of that damage. So I'm just imploring you for just being aware and cognizant about the impact that certain system systems and things that you're doing may actually cause more harm than good. Okay. And so let's talk about why in the world does it hurt like to even talk about these things, right? And the reality is it hurts our ego. It hurts our sense of being put together and not knowing what to do. Because for the longest time when we were kids wanting to tie our own shoelaces and you know drive our own car and get our own job, we wanted to be in control. And if we can't control certain outcomes or people, <laughs> right? It makes us feel inferior. It makes us feel bad about ourselves. And one of the things that we want as humans is to avoid pain and seek pleasure. And it feels painful to talk about this. It's for real. I myself never wanted to admit to anyone, even if I was messing up, that I was messing up. I had the goal. I had the goal to tell one particular co- coworker, please don't correct me if I'm wrong. And when I, when I, when I think about what I said, I was like, that just sounds absurd and ridiculous. But that's where my mindset was. So I want you to understand that the fact that you've been still listening to me tells me that you're humble enough. But trust me, I dig much more in detail and amazing attitudes. So we're chipping away at all those things that block us from our light shining. It is not a gain to us to be stuck and feeling insecure and threatened and envious and all this stuff because there's something that is damaging our spirit our soul when we feel disheartened and threatened and we put out that energy that actually takes away from who we are meant to become i truly believe everyone who is listening to this podcast right now is meant to be amazing in this world and there's no way you can be amazing with a cold heart meaning that a cold cold c-o-a-l heart where it just feels calloused and worn and and yucky so clean your heart up so that you can be able to attract their certain people and check your ego check your heart know what's going on and now i want you to ask yourself now that you've come with a contrite and honest heart about who you are and why you did certain things now i want to ask you is what do you want now what do you really want now? For the longest time, I said that I wanted to be around fabulous people, but I wasn't fabulous myself. You attract what you believe in within yourself. My amazing attitude goes so much in deep on giving you that energy, that power, so that you can be able to radiate it out so that you can attract like a, think about a, a black star. Black star is so interesting. Like anything that comes within like, millions of miles away from a black star sucks people in sucks anything in with its within its orbit you want to suck in all the people that give you what you need to feel awesome in life for a lot of us we feel so drained because we're around emotional vampires okay and I don't want to get into this business of being codependent. And let me explain what I mean by codependent, meaning that we are giving and giving and giving and giving and giving some more or only feeling validated in life and everything around us unless we're being affirmed and pleased or we're more or less trying to people please. That's codependency. That's not what a real relationship is. A real relationship means that there's two 
people in an interdependent relationship, meaning that they both know that they can do things by themselves and make and make those moves and get things done, right? But they know they work better together as a team, fully secure in their own individuality, their own unique strengths, their own things that make them them so that they can be able to forge skills together, forge ideas together and just learn something and just make something beautiful happen. Are you allowing yourselves to be connected to someone who lets you be you? If not, this is the time, a big wake up call that some things need to shift, not only just within your relationship, but within yourself. You deserve to give yourself the space to be you. And if you're around someone that only expects you to kind of bend up backwards and always comply and never question and always makes you feel insecure unless you were doing it exactly the same way in the same manner without question, that is a huge sign that something needs to shift. And if you need to terminate some relationships, let it terminate. If you need to have better boundaries, boundaries meaning knowing what you want and what you will accept and how you're going to do it. Maybe you need getting clear and start making some firm decisions about how you're going to interact with people going forward. Because I remember thinking about one particular boyfriend that I had when I was single. And I remember everybody told me that this particular boyfriend was no good. I'll just call him Tom. Tom was one of those guys that would rarely call me. I would always call him. I always feel so anxious and secure. Sometimes he would just randomly show up to my house just to kind of more or less ask for a booty call. There's no other way to say it or for uh, sexual favors to say it that way. And I never really knew if we were going to go towards marriage. I introduced him to my family and my friends. He never introduced me to his family or friends. That should have been a big wake up call that Tom never thought much of me. But I continued thinking that I could love him and care for him and cook for him and give him whatever he wants. And he'd look value me and marry me. That never happened. He couldn't value me because I couldn't value myself. So my question is to you is, are you valuing yourself, my dear? Are you putting you first so that people can see your value? And not in a narcissistic, entitled kind of way where you're expecting people to bend over backwards and do stuff for you. I was thinking about this one particular client where I just... We were struggling because she thought that she was expecting her first dates to be able to pick her up in a luxury Uber, Uber Black, and transport her throughout uh, a major city that she lives in and wine her and dine her and that she was just entitled to that. She's growing accustomed to that. That doesn't make any sense. No stranger is going to pile that kind of amount of money on a total stranger without expecting something. Okay. So I want us to be very balanced and I also want us our head out of the clouds and being firmly attuned to what we expect. Is it realistic? And what other people might expect if we're starting to demand certain things. You got to be very clear about that.
Now, I want to talk a little bit about business because I see this so often in business with some of my clients where they're rolling over backwards for the clients. They're giving them a report. They're giving them above and beyond what they paid for. And they're wondering why the client is not respecting their boundaries in terms of not answering all their text messages within the hour or other emails or whatever. And that they're demanding more and more and they're not wanting and they're paying less and less. So they're demanding much more above and beyond than what they agree to. And this is an issue an issue that comes so much for early entrepreneurs where they're giving so much thinking that they'll be valued and that's not the case necessarily. I want you to be very clear about what you want to give your clients, how much of it, and why you're doing it. And be very upfront. I always have, I work with all my clients who are entrepreneurs and how teach them about how to create welcome packets for new clients so that they understand exactly what they will give and offer during the coaching relationship or the consultation process or whatever you guys are working with on. Because for a lot of us, service providers, consultants, whatever, coaches, we give so much because we love our work, but they don't under realize that certain people don't value what we do. So having a better relationship and work means also being clear about what you're doing and why you're doing it and not apologizing if they bitch or moan or threaten to give you like a one-star review on Facebook or Google, whatever, okay? Don't let those threats intimidate you because you usually those people are just bullies who bully their way into getting what they want and trust me if you're having a relationship with someone who's bullying in your friendship bullying your business family members can also be huge bullies trust me you are better off without them you are better off without them okay i know i just said a whole lot of stuff so let me kind of just kind of give you a repeat of what we talked about first and foremost Put yourself in the shoes of other people. Oftentimes, the reason why our relationships crumble is because we never really took the time to understand them or ourselves. Understand and check the motivations. Also, understand how you're using your energy. Are you spending time engaged with negative things, dramatic things? What What are you doing? You might be inadvertently radiating the energy of chaos, confusion, and inviting everyone into your Kool-Aid party of, of dysfunction. I don't know. Be honest with yourself. And oftentimes we are really the maestros of our confusion. So I urge you to be very clear about your boundaries, what you expect, what you will and will not do. And also be realistic with other people. Okay. Don't expect more from people that they're not willing to give out. And if it seems like they're abusing your trust, please make sure to say, you know what? We ain't going to do this no more. I, I I can't do this anymore. Okay. You have to be clear about who you are in order for people to respect you. This is about interdependence, two unique individual people coming together and forging a, a bond where they know exactly who they are, what they want and what they will not do. Okay. And amazing attitude goes, goes into so much depth about who you are, who you want to become, why you want to be doing it, and how to go about doing it with confidence. So I urge you to check out Amazing Attitude. The link is in the show notes below if that's something of interest to you. Well, that is it. I got a question for you. How do you radiate your awesomeness to people? How do you know you are 
showcasing your best version of yourself. I love to hear from you. Contact me. There's a link in the show notes below info.denisechilly.com slash connect. I love to hear from you. If you love this podcast, make sure you share it with someone else. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.